get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. lead anchor is Greg Amzinger. He's a native of St. Louis, and he is a product of the Lindenwood University, like Dan, like Randy, and he's with us now on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Mr. Amzinger. How you doing? Uh, you know what? It's a tricky question to answer. Uh, I'm kind of on the disabled list. I, I tested positive for COVID on Monday. So here's the weird part about that. I, I've been um, quarantining in my basement. The only time I've ever, like, chatted with people, my wife and kids, thankfully, they're all testing negative. Uh, they'll talk to me from the top of the staircase, okay? Everyone else have been flooded with text messages. So many people are worried about me, you know, email, text, all that stuff. No one will call me, though. It's as if, it's as if hearing my voice could transmit the virus. So I, I'm concerned for all three of you. Uh, I apologize to your producer, Emily. If you guys do start feeling the sniffles or anything, please let me know. Greg, did you have symptoms? How did this come about? Uh, on Monday, it's weird. I, I, I've been dealing with the Albert Pujols injury, plantar fasciitis, which is for real. It's awful. I don't know how this man ran at all. So I've been dealing with that on my left foot for the last, like, three months. And I just started getting better. And on Sunday and Monday, I decided, you know what? I'm going to get back to running three miles. So in the cold here in Jersey, I would run. And on the second day, I woke up on Monday. I was like, just so exhausted. I'm like, well, I'm 41 and I'm out of shape. That's got to be what it is. So I got my stuff on and I went out and ran again. And it was brutal. And I just couldn't shake how tired I was. I felt so bad. But, you know, I still was working every day, doing 30 clubs in 30 days. So I was, you know, on TV, six feet apart, but without a mask on next to Tom Verducci on Monday and then on Tuesday next to Al Leiter. So I felt terrible to those guys. Seem At the moment, they're okay. But we get tested regularly at MLB Network, and I just found out on Tuesday that my Monday test, I tested positive. So I just thought it was because I was running. But now, since I found out, I am zapped. I mean, no energy. I've been sleeping constantly. Um, the chest congestion is mild. Fever was it kind of spiked last night. But, yeah, I'm dealing with the symptoms, and it stinks. Well, Greg, we hope that you take care of yourself and feel better soon. We need you to get on the up and up. Thank you. I do appreciate that. I've just been a baseball nerd the entire time, just reading about every team. It's it's depressing. It's like literally the only thing I want to look at. <laughs> Greg, I, I got to tell you something. As we talk about health as old guys, I was so happy to see a professional athlete like Juan Soto have to leave a game with his cramp in his calf because sometimes at 3 in the morning, I will wake up with a cramp in my calf and go, oh, and then I'll have to walk it off. So, and it takes an hour for me to walk off a cramp in my calf. So I was happy to see Juan Soto have to do that. 
So you have something in common with one of the best athletes in professional sports. You're like, I feel you, Juan. I know. You know what it's like to be Randy Carricker now, Juan. Is that what you're thinking? It's exactly. funny because my spring training injury story that I, it drove me bananas is seeing Eloy Jimenez jump a, 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 up a fence to try to save a spring training home run, and he rips his pectoral. And now he's out five to six months. What are we doing? Like, I'm sorry. I, I, why don't we, as managers, and Tony La Russa should know this better than anybody, you tell all of your outfielders, I, I, all the guys that you know are going to make the team, if I see you dive for a baseball this spring, you're going to be reprimanded. I don't want to see a diving catch. Dylan Carlson, I love you. Do not dive to make a catch in spring training. I don't want any of my regulars doing that in the outfield. The fact that Eloy Jimenez is out because he tried to make some fancy over-the-wall catch to rob a home run in spring training is, is mind-numbing. How so, bad is that for the White Sox? Oh, it's terrible. He's so good. And we haven't even seen how, how great he can become. I mean, he's put on some batting practice expeditions that are just, that are just insane, man. He's an unbelievable talent. He's like a baby Miggy, uh, Miguel Cabrera, in the way he can power all three. Fields. He doesn't strike out a ton for the size of, of, of his bat. I think this guy is, is a future superstar in the game. This is a huge blow. Uh, obviously, they've got a lineup that's stacked, so it's not like they're going to have a hard time scoring runs. But just it just separated them so much more from the Minnesota Twins and the Kansas City Royals and the other clubs in that division. Having him in the middle of that order, um, it's, I still think the White Sox are going to win the division, but it'll be closer than I originally thought. Greg, every day leading up to opening day, we're doing burning questions surrounding the Cardinals. And yesterday, the question that we posed was, can Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright do it again? So I wanted to ask you, realistically, what do you expect out of those two guys in 2021? Uh, I expect fewer games from each guy. I I do. Um, And here's why. We're already talking about where you're going to get the innings for all 30 teams, right? Because we have a 60-game season. And pitchers are creatures of habit and routine, and, and they all got thrown out of whack. Well, once you're getting close to the age of 40, that, that, that muscle memory and that, that routine needs to be on point. And both guys are in incredible shape. I give them credit for that. But I, I don't, if you want the, the same level of performance, I don't think you can push the same number of starts for Adam Wainwright, same number of games for uh, Yadier Molina back in 2019. I think you're going to have to scale it back a little bit. You're going to have to coddle them in some way if you want their, their performance. Because at the end of the day, what, what are we thinking about? We're thinking about the, the, the month of September. Cardinals are vying for an NL Central title. We're thinking about the month of October. You're going to want Adam Wainwright, hopefully, to start a postseason game. And Yadier Molina, you want him catching every single one of those games in October. So if that is the goal... You're going to have to manage them and think NBA. You're going to have to manage their minutes. They're not 29 anymore. They're 39. So you just got to, you got to, because we're coming off of the pandemic shortened season, they're going to have to get extra attention. So the overall numbers won't be what we saw, but the ERA for Adam Wainwright could be the same. And Yadier Molina's OPS could be even better if, if you just manage their minutes. So, Greg, uh, by the way, sorry you have COVID. I, that, that stinks. Hate to hear that. Thanks, um, we're six days away from opening day. Give me the one. If, you, if you're on opening day and you're, you're locked in your basement and you're watching games and you're taking in uh, all the different things on opening day, what, what's the one big game, player, storyline, whatever it may be, that you would say, all right, this is what I'm watching. This is what I got to take in, that, that storyline for the upcoming season? Well, there's so many. I'll go with uh, Shohei Yeah, uh, you want one? I got one. Oh, okay. Give me one. 
Well, no, I want your one. <laughs> oh, my one. Yeah. Jeez, it, I, it, I got such a fun list that I could give you. I would uh, go with well, Otani. Look, that's I want to see. I want to see Shohei Otani be Babe Ruth. I want to see Shohei Otani continue this this incredible performance at the plate because I do think he's going to make a huge difference on the mound for the Angels. And what we could see is one of the most historic seasons in baseball history to have someone have a collective war that is just mind-boggling. I mean, think about it. If he continues to throw 100 miles an hour on the mound and he gets worked into a six-man rotation, and even if he makes 15 starts, Dan, and he hits over 300 with 20 home runs, it, 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 we, we may never see something like this again unless he finds a groove and can do this year after year. So Shohei Otani, and I said this last year, he was the guy I was watching. He's still my number one, only because we've never seen anybody try this. And it looks like he's built, after his surgery, he's built to do this now. And then right next to him is going to be my guy, Fernando Tatis Jr., because I think he's LeBron of baseball, and I want to see him take over the National League. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I, I'm Otani, I'm fascinated with, and then I held my breath when I saw uh, Tatis Jr. with the shoulder little impingement or whatever the case was the other day, and I thought, wow, that's $340 million. And, and you know, you, you do think that way. You know, we it, it's awesome to talk about a guy being the face of a of really the sport. Now, I'm with you. I think he is the face of the sport, but he's got to stay healthy. And if you're the Padres and you see that and you just signed him for $340 million, it, it does make you catch your breath a little bit and go, whew, okay, he's okay. He yeah, run no, yeah, no doubt. I mean, at the end of the day, they do have another great shortstop to his right, Manny Machado, who can right. still play that position if need be. And he is extremely important, no question about it. The shoulder impingement, they hope that he gets back and gets some spring training at-bats here soon. He wanted to get in the lineup yesterday, uh, but Tingler said no. Uh, at the end of the day, the guy throws the ball harder than any uh, position player. So what's the next step to make sure his shoulder stays okay? I mean, people don't remember this, but Ozzie Smith came up with the Padres. He had a cannon for an arm, and then he had shoulder issues, and – it hurt to throw. So what did he do to get through that? He got rid of the ball quicker. He doesn't. You don't need to throw the ball 96 miles an hour or 97 miles an hour like Sean Dustin threw at 101 miles an hour. He's just a freak. But but Fernando Tatis Jr. does not need to show that off on every single play. He cut down his throwing errors last year dramatically. There was some ridiculous talk by people that just get lost in saber numbers that Fernando Tatis Jr. needs to play center field because he had so many throwing errors. I can't stand when people do that. It just it drives me crazy. You know how many players have won gold gloves while leading their position in errors? It's happened numerous times. Josh Donaldson did it most recently a few years back at third base. My friend Harold Reynolds did it. He led the American League in errors at second base. Does that mean he's a bad defensive player? No, he was getting the baseballs no one else was getting to, trying to make, you know, highlight real plays, and the ball, get, you know, bounce in the first baseman just needs to throw it softer, care for his shoulder, because at the end of the day, he brings way too many other intangibles to the club that's going to make him a superstar for years to come. Hey, Greg, I see at least five teams I really like in the National League. Obviously, the Dodgers and the Padres. I really like Atlanta. I really like the Mets. And even though they appear to be on the downside, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington did something this year. But I look at the American League, and I, I see the Yankees. And I, I see the Yankees. <laughs> yeah. I, I kind of think the American League is media, the, the mediocre just based it's on, on if, rosters. Randy, it's as if the Rays were the National League champions and the Dodgers were the uh, 
the National League, no, the, the Dodgers were the American League champions, and the Rays were the National League champions because the Dodgers are back. They're loaded. They got Trevor Bauer. They made themselves better. They made some they Corey Knebel in the bullpen. And it's as if the Dodgers were the American League champions. Everyone was like, okay, they won the World Series. They're even better this year. They got David Price back. Forget it. Why are we even going to try to make our roster better? Right, so now you just got the Ray, the, the Yankees are going to try to give the Dodgers a run for their money, and then on the National League side, the Rays were two wins away from winning the World Series, and the Rays got rid of Blake Snell, and they've tinkered with their their roster, and now all the National League teams are going. Wait a minute, they don't have Blake Snell anymore. Maybe we have a chance at winning the National League. It's 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 a complete role reversal. I don't understand it. The Dodgers got better, and you got a bunch of teams in the in National mm-hmm. League that are trying to beat the Dodgers. The Rays got worse, and you've got. How many teams? We got the White Sox and we got the Blue Jays. They made dramatic moves. Then you probably put the Twins at third by making the moves they got. They got Colome and a couple other people. Uh, Jay have to go in the back end of the rotation. And then they got Angelson Simmons. But then you got the Yankees. It's an oddball thing. And, you know, you just don't know how certain owners are going to react to the financial constraints of this pandemic. But to me, it's, it's once the Padres started throwing money around and making trades for Darvish and Snell and going, you know what, we're going for it. It just, it just confirmed that the Dodgers are in it for the long haul because they continue to spend money. And then you saw the Cardinals go, well, wait a minute, we can win the division. Everybody was sitting on their hands in the NL Central. And it's just all about the owners deciding, yeah, what are we going to green light? What are we not going to green light? And the American League have just kind of sat pat. And you're right, the, the, the crown jewel of baseball right now is the National League. It's not the American League anymore. Hey, one last thing. In terms of days, are you going to be able to be on TV for opening day next Thursday? That is really a great question. Uh, one, that's so good, I've, I've been told not to answer it. How about okay. that? So I, I, I am doing my best. Uh, to to be on uh, on opening day, fingers crossed. Uh, we'll be taking regular COVID tests once I feel better. But yeah, that that's that's the goal at the moment. But I cannot confirm or deny. Well, we we know you're going to be fired up next Thursday, so you you will come on with us next Thursday either way, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm just down in my basement in my underwear right now, so that's not hard. <laughs> we'll, we'll be your outlet for for, <laughs> okay. for opening day. Thanks for speaking to me. I've heard some first voices I've heard in forever. It's really nice. And we aren't even scared. <laughs> That's it's because you guys are from St. Louis. You know what I mean? That Midwest. Midwest toughness. Stuff. <laughs> Craig, have a great weekend. Sorry about the way you're feeling. Feel better, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. Take care. Uh, thanks for coming on. Greg Amzinger, MLB Network on 101 ESPN. Let me guess. Unknown caller. You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Winter season is here, and Discount Tire wants you to stay safe on the road. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Let's get you taken care of.